0: When you get right down to it, money is the weirdest part of our job, or at least money in terms of a salary is the weirdest part of our job. You market or you brand anything else, most of those things have prices. They have price tags. That, dollar, that donut costs a dollar. That car costs $40,000. That house costs $400,000. Everything has a price tag. Sure, you can negotiate. Sure, you can quibble and, and haggle and all that other good stuff, but things have price tags. They're usually right there on the front. We don't get to get that. Uh, and frankly, money is very complicated with what we do. Frankly. You know, every recruiter, uh, every, you know, they, they, they have problems hiring and finding them, sourcing the right people. The next step is to say, can we raise the salary? Can we increase the compensation? Can we change the band and change the rate? Can we increase the bonus? It's money, 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 money. Money is the salve that makes all recruiting better, right? If you just increase your rates, if you just increase your salaries, everybody will want to work for you. And the data kind of bears that out. Uh, I got some data sources I'll talk about in a second, but but actually, you know, having seen that data and having to think about that data, I had a little presentation the other day and it made me think about the role of money and how we do our jobs. And it's gonna sound crazy to say that money doesn't matter, But it does matter, but it doesn't matter. And that's the sort of convoluted thinking you've come to expect from the TalentCast podcast. So we're going to do the music, and then we'll be right back to talk about what the heck I just said. Welcome to the TalentCast, the world's most caffeinated employer brand and recruiting podcast. I'm your host, James Ellis. Thanks so much for listening. If this is your first time, for joining in. We do things a little differently. We try and do deep dives. There's not a lot of interviews here. There's not a lot of news here. This is about how do we get smarter and better, and that means how do I get you smarter and better? How do I get you to think about these problems at a deeper level so that you can solve them and look like a genius to your boss? If this isn't the first time you've been here, thanks so much for returning. Feel free to share with your friends, your coworkers, your boss. I don't know. Uh, We really do appreciate that. All right, let's get into it. Hey, how you doing, James Ellis? Uh, Let's see stuff. First off, I got a newsletter. What I'm going to do, if you're signed up for this podcast, I'm not sure why I'm maintaining two email newsletters. I have one for the podcast and one for email headlines, or uh, employer brand headlines, so I'm going to kind of start merging them soon. So if you're a subscriber and you got an email today saying, hey, there's a new episode of the podcast, please note that after this week, you won't get that anymore. You'll get an employer brand headline, which will also link to the podcast, you know, just doing that whole mission of helping everybody stay sharp and stay smart about employer brand thinking. So there's that. Two, uh, oh yeah, gonna be in New York to talk about employer brand in a world of AI. And uh, I'm literally in the process of writing that deck and even I'm a little baffled by what I'm gonna say. For those of you who don't speak much, uh, you don't know that the process is some, you wanna speak somewhere and you come up with a cool title and you come up with a cool idea and they say, I love that idea. And then you go, crap. <laughs> What am I gonna say? That's where I live. Uh, I'm gonna do that next month, or actually later this month, actually. It's in New York. And then next month is RecruitCon uh, in Nashville. So, gonna do that. Uh, so, there you go. And that's all I've got booked at the moment. Uh, I'm gonna do a thing in Champaign Urbana. Details to come. Anyway, uh, otherwise, we are swiftly approaching the third anniversary of the Talent Cast. So, two more episodes and I'll reveal all the big thinking and changes that are happening. Ultimately, will I be still be doing this thing? Yep. Will I still be doing it this way? Yep. Will I still be trying to make you smarter? Yep. Everything else? Yeah, who knows? We'll see. Uh, so let's get into it. Money, 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 money. Um, yeah. And, then, you know, I, honestly, I could, if I was another podcast, I'd insert like four or five other music, you know, tags in there. Everything from uh, Pink Floyd to the Beatles. Or even uh, Randy Newman, "Money That Matters." There you go. Anyway, so there you go. So it's a uh, let's talk about money. So yes, I, so I did a speaking gig for with Hired uh, just the other day, and leveraging their data, and they talked to talent, tech talent, and it turns out money is the number one driver of why they pick a new job and why they move to a new job, and number two is culture. And it's a very tight number two, meaning 40% of the people who picked Culture picked it as the number one. So it's not like it's money and then a bunch of also-rans. Culture's really there. And the more I stared at that data, and the more I stared at Universum's data, because you know that's my day job and I get a chance to stare at some really cool data now and then, um, and we do see that broadly, students and professionals are reaching more and more towards focusing on that money we you know I've talked a great game as an employer brander to say you know money is just the beginning of that conversation and I always use examples like people who you know join the army and teachers and people who join nonprofits who are incredibly smart and incredibly talented and could choose other more lucrative professions but choose these why for some other reason because money isn't the only thing some people actually like are more than willing to take a 10, 20% pay cut to do something for the broader social good of the universe. Some people are willing to take a 5, 10, 15% pay cut in order to get something else, whether it's stability or job satisfaction or make their own schedule. I don't know. Everybody's got other reasons for existing, right? And doing what they do. But the data keeps saying, man, money's kind of the thing. And so I started to, you know, I started really diving into this idea. And what I'm realizing is that money matters. In fact, it matters quite a bit, but not for the reason you think it is. Yes, money allows us to buy goods and services, and, and we can take the money, and we can put it in a bank, and we can use it later. It's not like pelts. It's not like food. <laughs> you know, it's not. Uh, these are not perishable goods. Cash kind of persists, for better or for worse, and that's a whole other subject, but um, money matters and you can track it and you can measure it and you can. And, and to Seth's golden point, money tells a story. If I make a certain amount of money, I can tell a certain kind of story about myself. It allows me to buy goods and services that support that story. If I make if I make $300,000 a year I'm buying some $600 church shoes. I'm going to make some, wear some really nice brogues around the house. I'm going to wear some really crazy ass kicks because I'm going to tell the story of I'm very successful because I'm very, very smart, let's say, and these clothes indicate that I am so smart I can wear whatever the heck I want because I make so much money. It's a story I tell about myself. The same way that the cool kid uh, wears the beat-up army coat, not because that's the only thing they can afford, but because they're saying, I'm so cool I can wear whatever, and that's the story I'm telling about myself. That's how branding works, right? We get that. You know that. You're my people. I'm your people. We get it. We get it. But money is something beyond that. And when you look at the process of how a candidate evaluates a job, look at a standard job posting, look at a career site. What's the thing I lament over and over and over again? They all look and sound the same. They're all saying the same things. How what percentage of business tout world-class benefits? Like 30, 40, 50% Right? how can that possibly be this is america well i am in america you may be someplace else but this is america where our healthcare generally kind of sucks it's way too expensive how can all these companies be telling me the fact that they're offering me decent insurance qual you know qualifies as world-class healthcare? how does having you know a standard insurance company that gives me a deductible and gives me uh, uh, co-pays and stuff how does that qualify as world-class healthcare? um when you say you have amazing culture, what the hell does that mean? You have a 401k, congratulations, so does almost everybody else. You know, there's, there, everybody's kind of the same. Everybody sounds the same. Everybody acts the same. Everybody builds the same kind of career site. Everybody writes the same kind of job posting. Everybody says the same stuff. Now, as you all know, whether I told you that or not, you all know that these companies are, in fact, somehow different. Different even though all the material they're putting out in the world is exactly the same or functionally the same or effectively the same or looks and feels and sounds almost exactly the same. Look at any two banks. Look at any two insurance companies. Look at any two hospitals. They are hard to tell apart, uh, whether—not even two local hospitals, I mean like the super monster a super mega healthcare company that everybody thinks is super famous and super great, they kind of look a lot like a local healthcare system. I'm not gonna name any names because I don't wanna pick on anybody, but they're mostly the same. Hey, look, meet some nurses. They are dedicated, right? Okay, well then show me a nurse who isn't dedicated. Look, this hospital cares about your health. Uh, point out the hospital that doesn't care about my outcomes. I want to avoid that. Of course, there, there's no such thing. Every hospital says they care about their patients. They exist to, to save lives. They exist to make everybody's life better. Of course they do. Of course they do. Actually, none of that's true. Almost every hospital is a for-profit institution. Therefore, they exist to make money. The fact that they do so by saving lives is almost ancillary, right? It's like saying... Uh, uh, I'm a, a restaurant and I'm here to make everybody's life easier. No, actually, you're here to make a little bit of money and in the process, you're going to help provide some good or service. You're going to help deliver good food and healthy food and interesting, good time, wonderful, happy times, whatever. That's what you're there for. That was a digression. Welcome. For those of you who've been here before, welcome to Digressionville. Population, us. Why you do what you do, I mean, you, it all sounds the same. So few EVPs, so few employer brands, so few mission statements sound any different from anybody else. And so if you're a job seeker, and by the way, you are, uh, and if you're a job seeker and you're looking at two different companies and you see the websites and you see the Glassdoor reviews and you see the other non-Glassdoor reviews, because let's, let's just stop saying Glassdoor is like the only review company any, ever, I, you know, In Her Shoes, uh, Fairy God Boss, uh, Comparably, uh, I mean, indeed, indeed, even though Indeed and Glassdoor are now the same company. Um, there's plenty of other rating sites, so I apologize for always going to Glassdoor, but everybody does anyway, so there you go. The coffee's really good. It's Costa Rican today. Glad you could join us. Anyway, um, you look at Glassdoor, you look at Google, you look at what people say, you look at what LinkedIn says, you look at the posts on Facebook, you look on the uh, the job descriptions, you look and find. I mean, you you look at all this stuff, and it's all within the margin of error of each other. And because of that, we don't believe any of that. When the company says we offer world class health care and health benefits. Well, that's just a claim. Did you show me, is it gonna be Blue Cross Blue Shield? Is it gonna be United? Is it gonna be one of the other massive healthcare providers? Is it gonna be the super excellent platinum package or is it gonna be the baseline, well, you know, you're gonna pay for most of it, try not to die kind of package. What is the package? You're not gonna give me the details? Well, that's strange. You're not gonna tell me the details of your 401k? You're not gonna tell me if you offered vision and dental and if you do is it the sort of situation where uh, if someone pops your eyes out well that's on you but we'll occasionally offer you biannual uh, uh, visits we'll pay for that right there's so much there's such a gamut and what we talk about is so little we don't give enough information and what yes we sound the same but more importantly we sound like bullshit artists yeah i said it we sound like we're talking all sorts of crap we sound like we're lying Look, if, if I sell a car or if I sell a house and I say, by the way, it has a bunch of rooms, and you go, how many rooms? He goes, well, it's got a bunch. How, how, how credible do I sound? <laughs> if I say that car has windows and you say, is it power windows or, 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 hand, uh, or manual windows? You go, but they're windows and they roll up and down. Yes, but are they, mm, are they automatic? Are they ma- mechanical? Are they manual? Because I don't know, but they're up and down. You sound like you're full of crap. You sound like you don't know what you're talking about. And if you look at, and I know you know what your company offers, if it's really good healthcare, really good benefits, or really good culture, and who that culture would be good for. If you have uh, great leadership, if you have uh, vision and dental and is not the sort of place where it's the platinum package or the super cheapo package, you know that stuff because you're in it. But to me, on the outside, I got no clue I got just the tiny little drip of information you've given me from a marketing point of view to say you have world-class healthcare, you have amazing culture and strong leadership and you're dedicated to innovation whatever the hell that means today but there's one piece of information that is not bullshit want to guess what it is you figured it out already you remember the title of this podcast it's the salary The reason why salary matters is because it's the only data point in the entire candidate journey, which is not bullshit. Right, you're you're talking to a recruiter. I'm sorry, you're talking to a a developer or a data scientist or a nurse, and they ask you what the salary range, and you can give them a salary range, and it's kind of bullshit, but it's it's actual real stuff, right? It's going to be in that range, and probably down the line, you make an assumption that you say, okay, look, here's the number in that range. I'm probably top of the line, or I'm probably you know dead in the middle, or I'm kind of the bottom. Either way, it doesn't matter. Good for you. You're getting the job. Um, That number's not bullshit. When they make the offer, yes, they finally reveal some of that health care stuff and finally reveal some of that benefit stuff and that 401k stuff. And that's helpful, but you don't see that until they make an offer. If you ask in the interview, what's your 401k? Do they tell you what company runs it? Do they tell you what the, the numbers are, what the brackets are, what the investment is, who, you know, what the process is? Do they tell you you can only invest, you know, put money into it once every blue moon? Do they say when the open period is done? No, because they think, well, that's not important right now. Well, actually it kind of is, it kind of is. It's details, it's, 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 it's stuff that gives gravitas and weight and credibility and authenticity. It's, it's non-bullshit, it is the non-bullshit. That doesn't mean it's horseshit, it means it's just, it's not crap, it's not full of it, right? You need to give the details and those details don't come to the very, 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 very end of this process. The only detail that you can get into most recruiters for most jobs is a pretty tight t- salary range you can, as a candidate who has any quality whatsoever, you can say, look, I'm looking to make this much. Is that going to be an issue? And the recruiter has to say, kind of, yeah, that's an issue. We're not going to pay anywhere near that much. Or, oh, no, no, we're going to make, we'll we'll be in that. Good. You know, you know, that's a data point you can count on. Because if you say, I'm expecting to make $500,000 a year and the recruiter goes, yeah, we can make that work. And the recruiter doesn't make that work. You go, you are a lying bastard you know at that point if the recruiter says yeah we'll have no problems making that work you know that the offer is going to start at about a five it's going to be at that range even though that's a ludicrous range for almost anybody it's a non-bullshit data point point. and it's one of the few in fact i would say it is in fact the only one that's not bullshit look at the rest of it we're a dynamic culture to whom how in what way are we talking to hr are we talking to sales are we talking to development what are we talking about what are we really talking about is that leadership or is that entry level is it only the interns getting to have fun, or does everybody have a, fun, have a good time? We're super inclusive. You're going to have to explain that one to me. I mean, what the hell do you mean? Do you mean gender? Do you mean ethnicity? Do you mean sexuality? Do you mean all sorts of other things, all the other different ways diversity and inclusion means something? No, nope, you're not going to give me that information, huh? Interesting. So there's only the one non-bullshit data point, huh? Hmm. So here's the trick. Yes, salary matters not because bigger is better always. But because it's the only piece of information that we give a candidate that's not a bunch of junk that is not a bunch of spin that is not a bunch of marketing blah 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 it's not a bunch of bullshit salary matters because it is a tangible data point and frankly it's the only one so what does this mean to you as an employer brand or recruitment marketer type person what does this mean to you well here's the interesting part You have got to, by now, be aware that the trend on the macro level is that we're generally getting more and more transparent with our salary information. And to quote the one and only William Gibson, the future is already here. It's just not widely distributed yet. There are plenty of companies who post in their job postings, the salary range is this, or in fact, the salary starts at that. Or even we expect to pay about, and there's a number. Like a number with a dollar sign, or a euro sign, or a pound sign, or whatever the hell sign—it's a real number. You can count on that number. Now, again, the rest of the job posting—you can't count on any of that. But whatever. But that's a real number. And as, as more and more companies embrace that, as well as you and your and most of your co- you know cohorts and friends kind of twist and bend and are trying to figure out if it's possible to make it work, and it, should you make it work, and yes, you should make this work. The bigger trend is yes look the bigger trend was the internet the last company to get in the internet is the end is on the caboose you don't want to miss out on these trends. you don't want to miss out on these trends you don't want to be the last company finally saying okay fine okay fine remote work is a thing you don't want to be the last company to say fine we'll let you look at your phone during work unless you're the NSA or CIA that's a whole different ball game <laughs> on many levels um you don't want to be the last company saying, "Okay, fine, we'll actually reveal our our salary bands." So you got to know that the trend is to get there. So go ahead and lean into the fact that you're going to get there. Fight and 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 whine and moan all you want in the process. I can't help you there. It's you're going to get there, right? It's like getting going to the dentist. No one likes to go to the dentist. Sorry, dentist, but none of you are listening. No one likes to go to the dentist, but you got to do the thing. My kids not going, "Woohoo! It's my fifth birthday. Going to get me some shots." Nope. <laughs> But she knows she's gonna get them. Actually, she's she, she, at five. She doesn't get shots. Thank God. The last year's shots were dramatic because she was four and she knew what shots were and she could anticipate. Oh, and she's big enough to really fight. <laughs> it was it was rough. Anyway, not another tangent. No, not no, not at all. Not for me. Not here. Not on this podcast. So, as the macro trend is that they are going to get more transparent, and at some point, you're just gonna have to bite the bullet and. Do it, too. What does that mean? Now that everybody has the same piece of information, that data point is now open, and that data point is now transparent and easily findable and easily searchable and easily researchable, I suggest this means that there's an opportunity for you to find more non-bullshit data points. What does that mean? What's your PTO policy? What's your sickness policy? What's your vacation policy? And those things are all intertwined. I know. I get it. How many holidays do you have? What are they? What is your health care situation? Is it a deductible? Is it a copay? How much are you paying? What does the, 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 the employee generally pay per person? What are the benefits? What are the expectations? Talk about – when you talk about you have a great culture, don't just tell me a story. First off, define culture for one. What does this mean? You know, when we talk about telling stories at companies and telling you know things like take a picture of the office. We don't say it because we think you have a gorgeous office or that you, know, you want to prove that your camera works. What we're trying to do is provide something tangible and real. These are the kinds of desks you're going to work at. These are the kinds of chairs you're going to work at. And let us not sleep on the concept of a good chair. For most of us knowledge workers in the, in the modern age, most of us sit eight hours, 10 hours a day you got to put your butt on something nice, not just fancy, but something reasonably comfortable. Most companies have the shittiest chairs they can find out of the office box store. And you're like, is this 50 bucks? Oh my God, I'm going to break my back showing up. I wonder why my healthcare costs are going up, right? Show me that you invest. Show me that you are willing to pay for a decent chair. Show me that you're willing to give people decent computers. Show people you're willing you have decent internal processes. Show me you got good coffee. You know what? You know what you really need to show? Here is, and this is me from the bottom, my black, bitter, cynical little heart. You know what would make re- really happy to apply? Knowing what the expense policy is. Not just what the expense policy is, but the process that you use. Do you use software that actually works to your expenses? Or do you use software that everybody goes, oh, I hate this software. That is a legitimate data point. You use a nice cloud-based slick, actually works, looks like it was coded in this century, kind of an expense report or you give everybody credit cards and you trust people to, to not need a receipt for anything over under 50 bucks or some policy that is reasonable where you're not assuming that everybody who works for you is a crook and trying to scam you five bucks at a time, one Uber ride at a time. That is that is a data point that matters. That is a data point that tells volumes about your culture and the way you perceive, leadership perceives, the, the employees and the way the empl- employees are treated. That is a, a a the war and peace of your culture right there. Just saying, right there. And there's probably one of those examples in every single one of your teams. One of those things where you're like, this is the way in which we show you that we actually care or don't care about how happy, unsatisfied, and productive our employees are, right? You spend a lot of time saying how much you care about your employees, and then that's the end of that sentence and the end of that paragraph and, for the most part, the end of that book. Saying you care, who cares? Saying you care and then saying you spend real money on good software, even when it's complicated, even when it's harder for you, even when it's more expensive for you, but you know it shows goodwill. You know that it makes their lives a little easier. You know that it doesn't you know erode morale one month every week every time well shit tell that story that's why we take pictures because what you're seeing is real that's why we say tell stories because those stories for the most part are real you're trying to provide some data points now it's impossible to provide all the data points because what you know uh, (laughs) you can't that's like saying what are all the data points in wizard of oz um some of it was in color and some of it was in black and white There was a dog in it. The rest of it is emotional. And frankly, even the color black and white thing was emotional. It's hard to provide data points for a lot of the stuff. So if you can find a single data point that makes your story sing, that makes your job, makes your, your company and your brand real, you tell it. Yes, salary matters because it's the only data point you have right now. And I'm here to tell you, that's not the only data point you have right now. It's just the only data point you focus on because the rest of it you think you can just spin. Now, some of those companies I'm talking to, some of you I'm talking to are representing companies that really don't have a lot more than that. I get it, I get it. Talk about your journey, talk about the progress, talk about the change, talk about the direction, talk about, there's something you can talk about, a real mission, a real data point, something that you can say, this is who we are, not spin. You can say, look, we're trying to change this world and it's really hard you want to tell me your mission is real talk about the sacrifices people are willing to make for a mission because no one doesn't take a mission and without assuming they're going to make some sacrifices so what are those sacrifices is it time is it money is it energy is it focus what is that sacrifice there's lots of data points you could be focusing on that more completely align illustrate and frankly confirm your brand you only use salary because it's the only thing you think you got, and it's not. So anyway, that's where salary matters. I mean, yeah, more is good, everybody likes more money, but that's, it's only important because every person who you know looks for a job knows that anything else is, is, is just a bunch of junk, is a bunch of lies, a bunch of bullshit. So go find things that aren't bullshit and put it out there, and suddenly you'll realize that even if you don't offer the best salary, the fact that you are able to tell a story in which you show exactly real data points, meaningful data points, honest, legit, can confirm data points, suddenly salary doesn't matter as much. I'm not saying you can get everybody a 40% pay cut. I'm just saying you're not going to be running and, 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 and having a fight to see who can spend the most money on the candidates. It's going to be about what's the brand really honestly confirmable validatable verifiably about and that's the interesting part that's where the game really starts to begin all right thanks so much for listening i appreciate it that's a good one yeah i'm just now i'm reviewing my own podcast as i'm sitting here and uh oh that's interesting no you, again you you start somewhere you don't always know where you go and this is one of them so th- thank you so much for listening thank you so much for hanging out for those of you about to get the Employer Brand Headlines newsletter, I have no idea what you're about to expect. Enjoy. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, otherwise, I'm subscribed. We can still be friends. Uh, what else? What else? What else? You know? Yeah. I got some some interesting news coming up in about two weeks, so I'm look, looking forward to sharing you. So I will talk to you uh, next week. Thanks so much. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for sharing. Thanks, and I hope this has been useful to you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, the music means you've made it to the end of another episode of the Talent Cast.